Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective, man. We are back today and we're talking about energy, man. It's all about managing your attitude. How can you challenge yourself every morning to rise with that good energy, to have full engagement, to bring the best of who you are? No matter the task, no matter the situation, no matter what happened yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, no matter what happened in regards to past relationships and job relationships and things that have happened in the past, you carrying this psychological burden along with you, it's all about choosing to have a good attitude. See, sometimes, you know, you could wake up, you know, uh, very groggy if you don't have a deep sleep. And, you know, guess what? You're going to have to find out and figure out how you're going to be able to manage that energy throughout the day, whether it's you taking a nap during the day, whether it's you figuring, you know, how can you bring that energy in the morning? You know, sometimes you become very lazy. Sometimes at about 8.30, 9, 9.30 a.m., I'm just laying on my bed, although I know I need to do a lot of videos. And so I have to get up. And sometimes when I can bring that joy and bring that intention in the morning, it's when I have online, you know, online teaching. And so obviously the online teaching, this corresponds with, you know, you know, having my students overseas and whatnot and being able to bring that energy, bring that fire and to see everything just grow after that just creates that momentum, which we're going to be speaking about coming up real soon in the next podcast, I believe. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about momentum in the next podcast because I already made notes of it. So in saying that, you know, I realized that one day that there was a student that was really just wasting my time, right? And so when they were wasting my time, you know, they, they were just asking me a lot of questions and they're like, hey, okay, okay, I need this. I need coaching hours. I need this. I need that. And okay, I'm going to hurry up and book this. And I'm like, okay. So I woke up the next day and I sent him all my information. He didn't respond to any of it, even sign up for the free webinars. And I'm like, dude, you're just like the rest of them. For someone that doesn't sign up for something that's free, you have failed already. I've given up. It shows that you're, you are not dedicated to this whatsoever and you're wasting my time. There was a French girl that completely wasted my time. There was another Indian girl that followed me on my uh, ESL podcast page, completely wasted my time, right? And then there's this guy and then I get on to, you know, the video call and I'm like, hey man, okay, uh, are you going to come on? Oh, my, you know, my audio is not connected. This isn't connected. I'm not going to have my laptop for the next two weeks. And I'm like, dude, you're wasting my time. And I was like, oh, well, to be honest with you, there's this, there's that. Oh, and he's like, oh, can you just tell me how much it is so I'm not wasting your time? I'm like, so you went from blowing all that hot air saying woohoo, woohoo, just two days ago to completely ignoring and not signing up for any of the webinars I had sent you to now saying, oh, how much is it? I don't want to waste your time. Seriously? You just went from being high and being fully committed to being, oh, I don't know if I could do it based on my finance. So when this happens, it just turned off my energy and it turned off everything. And I'm like, see, these are the types of time wasters. So there are better ways for me to hurry up and snap out of that, whether it's through meditation, whether through it's like turning off the notifications on my phone. Sometimes we have to do that. We need to disconnect. If that's a way to bring your energy back, it's all about switching off, right? And so again, if you are looking at, you know, where you are right now and you're, you're just lacking energy in all phases of the game, look at your past hardships. Look at your past hardships. 2013, I was working with the most evil individual in the world, okay? 2014, I had to battle groupthink at a technical college in the south of Thailand while battling the most racist Thai women I've ever came across in my life throughout that entire year. 
2015, I had to consistently try to overcome the stereotypical, oh, I don't think you could do it because you're black and I think white teachers are better than you type of bullshit. 2016, I finally became the cream of the crop, but I still had to battle a lot of inner demons within me because obviously I was straddling along a lot of things. And this job said, we can't have you because, you know, you're black and these teachers don't, this teacher doesn't want black, you know, although you're definitely the most qualifying, you're the best at doing what you do. Like all these things that continue just coming after me one after another, after another, I look at those past hardships and I generate that energy by saying, man, I enter, man, look at how much I've become. And I always give gratitude to that because if those past hardships were to have never happened, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So again, look at the level up, right? Because when you realize, guys, just come. Now, I don't want to say compare your past life, but look where you were eight years ago. Would I like to be who I was eight years ago? Fuck no. Would I like to be who I was seven years ago? Fuck no. I was dead. I was dep- I was in one of the deepest states of melancholy ever in my life. Seven years ago in September, in August, September and October of 2014, the amount of toxicity that was pouring out of my soul was not good whatsoever. 2015, hell no. I was chasing and trying to sit at other people's tables rather than creating my own. 2016, I felt like I was the victor, but I was still acting like a victim. 2017, I was clinging on to something that was already dead, and I was devaluing who I was. 2018, hey, I was still, I I had to move ground. It was a completely different breeding ground. And then obviously 2019 came, 2020 came, and that was when the overcoming happened. So you need to look at your energy and say, but where was I before? You got to be able to manage that mind, you know, uh, and using that imagination, which I've talked about already so many different times, right? I had to escape my, listen, listen, how did I use my imagination? Well, I realized when I was younger and my parents were fighting and they were waving knives at each other's faces, I said, okay, well, I use my, I, I use my imagination as a child to be able to escape that, you know? And, but my brother, he was never too, ever able to escape that. And he is just on a downward spiral. Nothing I could do about that. Because he's too goddamn stubborn. I don't want to hear any news. Oh, something happened to your brother. Hey, it is what it is. That's the, he got to make up some choices. I don't speak to the motherfucker anymore. Damn, Arsenio. Yeah. Uh, Just like him, you got to make a choice. Are you going to make a choice and stop beating your chest like you know everything? So I used to use my imagination to say, man, okay, Arsenio, you're nothing like them. You're nothing like them. You're nothing like them. 2012 was a huge year. I had my Bose headphones at the time. All I heard was bitching. I heard bickering. I heard not enoughness coming out of my family. But with imagination, I made that little vision board. I started like posting things in places that where I wanted to go, Singapore, which I ended up going to obviously a couple of years later. Uh, you know, Japan, going back to Japan, meeting some people, you know, having, you know, just I, I created a vision bone, a board in my own mind because I knew that my family although they didn't know, they were literally trying to completely destroy everything I was and everything I was about, you know? And even going back to like youthful energy and seeing how playful and how open I was, you know, looking back at the friendship I had with Billy, Billy was my childhood friend, right? Remember I told you guys about the last podcast was about friends and everything. And Billy is a maintenance friend, you know? But Billy at the same time, he used to call me poor. He used to call me poor. 
he always used to call me poor. And I'm like, well, like from 2000 and 2001, and that's when we stopped being friends. I was like, how dare he call me poor? I'm poor? Really? You could only imagine. And me, I was just such a lively, beautiful individual. I wasn't a fighter. I was a lover. And so can you imagine a friend that you met probably back in 1996 when you were eight or nine years old calling you poor now? Because obviously we didn't have any furniture when we moved into our townhome. My mom was a single parent, making probably like $6.25, $7 an hour with four kids and had to provide for everyone. And he had the audacity to call me poor. Father was running a drug lab, a meth lab, by the way, just letting you guys know. But yeah, that was very, very hard for me. But again, I still maintain that youthful energy. That's imagination. You got to keep the kid in you is what Les Brown had always said, you know? And I would always say, you know, these people aren't fair. These people aren't good. But guess what? When you show your mind, your body, and look at your upbringing and what you have become and keep that youthful side of you and spark that imagination to bring that energy and to bring that joy and to say, God damn, I got another day. It is another day to inspire. When you start doing that, your life will never be the same. So what energy are you bringing to every single day? I'm your host as always, over and out.